0: everybody to the Transitional Space Podcast. We have a good episode for y'all this time, talking about mental health stuff, which is always important, especially with the holidays. Mental health is just super important around the holidays. Um, before we start the episode, I just wanted to throw out, I can't remember if we put it out during the interview or not, but... The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255 And um, Trans Lifeline 877-565-8860 And then if you're in Europe, um, you can find a bunch of uh, different um, crisis lines, suicide lines on IASP Info. That's the International Association for Suicide Prevention. I'll put that link in our Facebook group, our Facebook page, and the Discord as well. Um, so even if even if y'all don't feel comfortable talking to them, at least talk, to, reach out to somebody if you're going through some mental health, some mental health issues. You can always come on the Discord, come on the Facebook group. You know, we're not we're not therapists there. But you can come and vent. You know, you can listen to each other. We can support each other through there. But that's basically all I have for y'all. I think y'all will enjoy this episode. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Transitional Space Podcast. It's me again, and um, today we have Kristen. Hello. Hey, and Kristen, you're um you're a licensed mental health counselor.
1: Uh, yes, I am. I'm, uh, have uh, my license in Pennsylvania. Uh, so yeah.
0: Oh, awesome. And how long have you been uh, doing that for?
1: I've been uh, at least, uh, uh, well, I graduated with my master's in 2007. Uh, so, and I've been licensed uh, for, um, since maybe around like uh, 2012, maybe, uh, that uh, around there. Uh, oh, nice.
0: Um, and for everybody who like doesn't know what a licensed mental health counselor, because like, you know how everybody gets kind of confused about like psychiatrist, psychologists, therapist, social worker. Um, what where does kind of a licensed mental health counselor? Um, sure. Where does that fall yeah. Sure.
1: Well, I guess unlike uh, what you will typically see on TV when you see uh, someone that uh, is a, a psychiatrist uh, on TV that you normally see them do therapy, where they they typically uh, as a psychiatrist, they're the ones that have an actual MD and they will. Uh, more than likely in real life, uh, I'm sure there's some that to still go and do therapy, but to, they're more likely to be prescribe medication. Uh, and then there's uh, psychologists that are either PhDs or PsyDs. They're uh, having more of a doctor of philosophy. Uh, and so they're kind of just on the doctoral level uh, of the counselor type of uh, side of things that uh, having studied uh, psychology uh, more often than not and then uh, there's uh, people that are such as myself that uh, I went to school for uh, psychology uh, and uh, or that you could go for counseling and get uh, licensed that way uh, but uh, also there's some that uh, are uh, licensed social workers uh, that uh, uh, they go for social work uh, but they will uh, take the test and be able to practice as counselors uh, as uh, licensed social workers and uh, typically they're licensed clinical social workers. Uh, so-
0: yeah I was just gonna I was just gonna pipe in and say um, at the uh, at a lot of the um, because not to brag or anything but I work in mental health too. Um, I don't have a master's yet but um, at a lot of my, at a lot of the places that I've worked at and interned at, a lot of the uh, unit therapists are actually licensed clinical social workers. And, you know, they can do all of that kind of, um, you know, stuff that, like uh, licensed mental health counselor, like you would think that, you know, it would only be LMHCs, but there's licensed clinical social workers that work in um, mental health facilities as well and do a really good job too
1: oh sure and that uh, i mean really at there's distinctions just in terms of uh, the kind of field of study and it's a uh, type of uh, i guess paradigms that uh, one has studied uh, but to uh, ultimately kind of getting to the same point uh, of uh doing uh, community mental health and mm-hmm. that uh, so you can go and maybe work uh, even in private practice uh which is More often than not, that uh, you're someone that is uh, accepting uh, third-party insurance, like private insurance, uh, or that you could work in like community mental health, uh, such as myself, that uh, I work as a a counselor uh, or therapist at a residential treatment facility uh, for kids. So uh, it's pretty much a placement that uh, if you uh, would have uh, severe enough behavioral difficulties uh, that would require out-of-home uh, care because that, uh, the uh, home is uh, not as, I guess, structured uh, as what uh, would be beneficial for your, I guess, healing, that uh, then you would go and come to a facility such as ours and uh, receive uh, therapy, uh, uh, group therapy, as well as like milieu management, uh, as well as that we have uh, psychiatrists on campus that also provide medication.
0: Awesome. And and for everybody who doesn't know what uh, milieu is, because I had to explain this to some of of my clients the other day when when we were talking about the milieu. Um, The milieu is, what is the milieu?
1: That would be just like the environment uh, that uh, pretty much the housing uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, they're in, that uh, getting along with others socially uh, as a lot of it uh, comes down to uh, just uh, behavioral modification uh, from uh, bachelor's level staff. uh, Typically, that uh, will go and run their own psychoeducational groups and pretty much uh, go and help to assist to go build up that structure that uh, may not be uh, as available in their home environments or community.
0: Right. And um, are you guys, are y'all a hands-on facility there or no?
1: Uh, We are a hands-on facility, uh, though that uh, we try to go on uh, as much as possible, not go hands-on. So we go and uh, use a system called Safe Crisis Management, SCM, Uh, but uh, we also uh, try to go and utilize uh, different system called UKRU, uh, which uh, tries to go and focus a lot more on uh, uh, diverting that energy elsewhere. Uh, We have aggression replacement uh, mats. Uh, So that way that a a client would go and uh, strike that uh, as opposed to a staff member.
0: Oh, awesome. Like um, some of the hands-on facilities I've worked at before, I don't know if it's a Florida thing, but we always use... um, CPI and NV CPI. That's like Carnivore. Down down south, we use a lot of that.
1: Sure, I, I I've I never heard of, of UK
0: room. Oh yeah, awesome. Um, and then all right. So before we get into, because I want to ask you, I, I know we talked before about um, before before we get into like a little bit more personal stuff. Um, I did want to ask you, and the the main kind of focus is. Uh, wanted to talk to you about and that was a horrible segue, but <laughs> I need to work on my segues, um, but I want to ask you about sorry, so like say say I have a friend who is coming to me and they're talking to me about self-harm or suicide. Basically, what should I do? say my, my, my friend says, "Hey, I feel like hurting myself," and so what, what, do, I, what do I do in that situation?
1: Well, sure. I mean, that's a hurting yourself. That is a very, very general uh, type of statement that uh, that could mean a whole litany of different things Uh, that uh, you would want to go and get uh, more information uh, and Mm -hmm. not jump to conclusions Uh, that uh, uh, that it could be that uh, uh, they uh, are talking about cutting. It could be that uh, they're talking about uh, suicide Uh, and or it could be uh, anywhere in between of uh, that uh, Maybe they have an eating disorder and uh, that is their version of hurting themselves as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a, just a lot of different uh, ways that that type of a uh, uh, statement can be queued up. Kind of the, uh, the root yeah. behind everything. But uh, you really wanna ask uh, questions that uh, asking about uh, uh, self-harm or suicidal thoughts uh, or feelings uh, will not push someone into doing something self-destructive. Uh, if the thought's there, it's already present. And uh, you can also go on uh, for your own understanding that to uh, eliminate uh, some concerns by asking those questions too. But uh, yeah, yeah, you definitely want to ju- like, just ask and talk to them. That uh, As well as that to just at that point uh even if that uh, they are uh talking about only self harm just look for some warning signs that uh, of things that uh, might be uh suicide warning signs as well but uh, a lot of people confuse cutting with trying to go and uh kill oneself whereas that uh, uh, those are two totally different uh animals that uh, yeah yeah
0: But we do have to, like, um, one thing with that, too, though, like, on on the flip side, like, cutting can be just um, a coping skill. It's not, it's not, um, (laughs) I kind of use the analogy, like, you know, you have a whole plethora, like, your coping skills are, like, on a, um, oh, gosh, the word is escaping me right now. But um, everything is on a spectrum. So you have a spectrum of coping skills. Some are more positive, some are more negative, but coping skill nonetheless. And maybe self-harm is one of that is on the little bit more of the not so, you know, we want to get to the the positive coping skills more, but self-harm definitely um, from personal experience, I I know that self-harm can be a coping skill and it's not necessarily that you want to, that you want to end your life, but you just want that, you know, that pain to go away or you want to feel something again, if you're kind of, uh, you know, dissociating a little bit, you know, you want to, so yeah, definitely. Um, Absolutely.
1: It can be a pain but, replacement for emotional pain that, uh, uh so mm-hmm. the, uh, that emotional pain going away by uh, feeling something else, uh, that physical pain. Uh, so as well. As-
0: but it can be dangerous too. So we do have to watch out for, um, you know, if, cutting very deeply with, you know, sharp razor, like really sharp razor blades, it's it's still really dangerous. And that's why I say it's not the best coping skill. So if we see our friends doing it, um, like if I saw my friend friend doing that, I'd, you know, look at, look at them, look at their, you know, their scars and, and might say like, are there cuts? And I might try to engage like, you know, whether it's too like, you know, because there's like a point where like it's, you know, creeping into the danger, like the, where you could accidentally really hurt yourself. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that, uh, there's a, and by no means, uh, do we ever want to go and like minimize by what we're talking about to, uh, in terms of someone, uh, utilizing self-harm that, uh, you want to go and make sure that, uh, uh that it's not going to be anything that's, uh, has lethality behind it, uh, that, to. uh, uh purposeful or accidental uh, that uh, and even at uh, the facility that I work at that uh, uh, going back to being a hands-on facility that uh, we will go engage whether or not to uh, uh, someone is actually gonna do like actual physical like damage to the point of uh, I guess a uh, making it uh, much more unsafe than what it would be superficial uh, marks on the skin. That uh, before we would go hands-on to try to go and prevent that uh, self-harm from occurring, that uh, we would, of course, have a staff that is uh, within a few feet in order to go and make sure that uh, uh, nothing was going to happen beyond uh, superficial superficial skin scratches. making sure that we wouldn't go and induce uh, any type of traumatic event by going into a restraint uh, for something that uh, is maybe to picking, taking a pen cap and just scratching onto their forearm. That uh, uh, that would not be uh, probably as productive as what we would hope to achieve by going hands-on for someone going and uh, doing that. However, if someone was got a hold of something incredibly sharp and was uh, breaking the skin causing blood to come out that uh, we would definitely go on hands on for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, Oh gosh, I need to fix my segues cause I'm, <laughs> I just wanted to jump to a different topic and I'm, yeah. oh, I got to work on those segues. So, all right. So just to kind of backtrack sure. is, um, all right. So like we're all say, say we're looking at our friends and, um, so before, before our friends are like verbally telling us that they want to hurt themselves, they want to kill themselves, they don't want to be here anymore, way before that, say, say you and I are friends and we hang out regularly, you know, you know that I love playing football and I love, I love wearing makeup. I wear makeup every day, you know, I, I do myself up to the to the nines do myself up to the nines I go all out right and then say one week I stop playing I stop playing football so much and then I wear makeup every other day and the next week I wear every three days and the following week I'm in sweatpants no makeup at all um so are those maybe some warning signs with somebody not necessarily you know wanting to hurt themselves but falling into depression and then falling into that kind of like what what are some warning signs that we can look for before somebody's telling us that they want to that they want to hurt themselves
1: sure i mean that's a uh, that uh, situation could definitely be something that uh, would be a warning sign of depression uh, occurring that uh, uh that uh uh i would say that. uh Well, the biggest warning sign would be talking about suicide. I mean, that to, uh, for example, like making statements that to uh, wishing that they were dead or that to, uh, like going uh, to the It's a Wonderful Life, I Wish I Hadn't Been Born. Uh, That to, well, that to, Uh uh, that things would have been better if I, uh, if my parents just didn't have me or things along those lines that to uh, like to uh, just be yeah. off the cuff that to uh, seemingly that uh, they're just, uh, irritated or frustrated with uh, what's going on in their lives that to, uh, but uh, still go and pay attention to those, uh, that.
0: Yeah. Ba- basically anything that I, any meme that I posted on my Facebook in the past three weeks are one. Um, sorry. That, that was a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep,
1: sure. Keep but, uh, but also that to, uh, making uh make yourself aware of uh, that to uh, what uh things that they have access to that uh, if they were buying uh, mm-hmm. uh or happen to have a weapon at home that uh or that to uh, just not keeping knowledge of if they have uh medication that they take regularly and and that could be also something that they might utilize uh in terms of uh uh stockpiling their pills. Maybe they're, they're not stopping to take them, in order to take a lot all at one time. Uh, but also, uh, like you're saying, that to withdrawing from social contact uh, with the football example uh, and wanting to be left alone. Uh, having a lot of mood swings, highs one day uh, to deeply discour- discourage the next. Uh, being preoccupied with death, dying, or violence. I mean that to. Um, uh, not to be, not to confuse with uh, someone that might be goth uh, or into some other, uh, like, cultural things, but.
0: Yeah, or or me, who I watch true crime, like, <laughs> I love all the true crime stuff and really, really macabre, sure. like, I get into the. Um, it's
1: recognizing what yeah. is different uh, than someone's typical personality, mm-hmm. uh, just because someone uh, dresses in all black and uh ooh, looks like they haven't seen the sun uh doesn't mean that they're contemplating suicide that uh, is looking for changes uh looking for what's different uh as well as to uh, uh just to go and point out that to uh, someone that uh, is in the pits of that they've hit rock bottom that uh, uh that uh, that person is not as likely uh to go and uh, commit suicide that uh, uh at that point, they more than likely don't have the energy to go and do so. Uh, not saying that that's not possible, uh, but to, uh, just talking about it in terms of like it's kind of a curve in terms of the pit. That to, uh, as you're going down into the pit, uh, that slope uh, before you hit that point, that's a, one of the more dangerous zones. But also uh, starting to climb out of that pit, uh, coming back up the other side. that. to uh, kind of the equivalent uh, spot uh if you will of sliding down that pit uh that because at that point that person is starting to feel a little bit more energy that to uh, uh that maybe they might start thinking that uh, oh okay, that I actually feel like I can do something about this now so so just uh if you see that someone's starting to crawl out of that pit that to uh, uh it's, they're not out of the woods yet. Uh so uh, just still be uh their friend. Uh of course be their friend, but to uh, be uh that constant support uh to go and guide them through all the way back up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And with um I don't like like uh us in the biz, so to speak. Um uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to make some jokes and I hope you don't mind my oh, no. silly jokes. No, but... go
1: for it. I mean, that's, uh, I have uh, <laughs> a dark sense of humor as well, but uh, just trying to tone it down right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so like when when we look for, um, we always look for, you know, um, what was I going to say? All right, so like like we look for, you know, when somebody says they're going to, they're going to, um, you know, hurt themselves, we look than we then we usually ask and and sometimes it's not as like quick as this but just for you know just for recording sake you know we look we ask we might ask if uh, they have a plan you know, if they have a means to um achieve that plan so like if i say uh, miss Kristen, I'm gonna, i wanna i wanna hurt myself i bought a pack of razor blades and on saturday on tomorrow afternoon when i get off work i'm gonna cut myself that's a little bit more believable than hey miss Kristen, i don't want to be here anymore next week i'm gonna take a rocket to the moon and take my helmet off you know you know what i mean so like and and just i know those are true like totally opposite ends of the spectrum i i don't think i've ever heard anybody say anything that far well, out,
1: I have, but, but, uh, but definitely i uh, understand what you're saying that to. uh you look uh, for what's practical uh, and uh, uh, that uh, yeah. uh, not like they're going to uh, drive their car off a cliff uh, like Thelma and Louise style if, or anything along those lines. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that, uh, that uh, would be kind of more believable than flying t- uh, to the moon and taking their helmet off, but at the same time, that's uh, maybe not as practical, uh, perhaps, uh, but uh, but definitely that yeah. uh, you want to go on. Uh, uh, look for uh intent uh, that uh, and that intent involving a plan as well uh, because in any type of screening yeah. tool that uh, they're going to go and ask us questions that uh, would kind of raise the level of risk uh or lethality
0: mm-hmm. and and at that point then you can kind of use your best judgment and try and get them try and get your friend into some. I almost wanted to go higher level of care, but I guess it is a higher level of care. Try and get them some help where they can get into a safe environment. And I know being I'm, here in Florida, we call it a Baker Act. I don't know what y'all call it up in uh, Pennsylvania when y'all have. Do y'all have a like the three days? Oh yes, we do. Hold that, y'all. Yeah. So like down here in, I know being Baker acted sucks. Or what? What do y'all call it up uh, that, there?
1: That uh, uh, well, there's uh, both. uh, uh like being 302 uh, uh and i believe that the other is 504
0: that sounds that sounds very i don't know why i was thinking but like i was like that sounds very yankee that, that sounds super up north to me i don't know why <laughs> i'm sorry This Baker Act sounds like you know kind of kind of country like oh you got baker acted but three hundred two sounds like so Three hundred two is a, uh, which is <laughs> uh,
1: an involuntary admission.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing with the Baker Act. Yeah, we have a Baker Act thirty-two, which is an involuntary admission. Then that that thirty-two can be extended to a fifty-two after the three days if the if a psychiatrist doesn't sign you as voluntary or or discharges you. But um, yeah, what I was getting to. Where, where was I going to? Um. Yeah, I was going towards uh being Baker sucks, but at least um your friend is gonna be in a safe place. So like, maybe if you refer them to like to talk to their therapist and and you know encourage them to be to be truthful, or to to call the local mental health clinic, or or even if they called nine one one. Um, being Baker acted kind of sucks because it's scary. Your friend might be angry at you for a little bit, but. Um, at the end of the day, they're going to be in a safe place, and that's that's the most important thing. If they're, if you, if they're really, you know, if you really have that that uh, genuine kind of fear, you know, when in doubt, shout it out is my is my um, my kind of go to because I'd, I'd rather than be safe than than um, you know. End up hurting themselves and do something like yeah. Get back.
1: I just to correct myself—that's um, so, a fi- uh, five hundred four—is uh, an educational <laughs> thing that uh, is a two hundred one. That's a voluntary commitment. Just to correct there. Uh, oh, okay. All.
0: Super. Um, it's it's super formal up up north. Y'all are like, I, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Well, but that's it's a, like that's super... at least
1: uh, I guess the uh, uh, nomenclature up here in Pennsylvania, which is where I'm located. Yeah
0: yeah i'm down here in florida and we just you know there's um you know there's a course of state statute you know associated with it but it's named after a lady named maxine baker so we just call it a baker act um all right so i guess we kind of talked about um and and my rambling i I know i threw us all over the place for a little bit we're talking about friends that friends that are like here physically with you so like like if my my roommate was acting like they might be kind of self-harming what should we do and actually before we move on to internet friends um what how do you feel about because i've I've heard a lot of like on facebook especially and on reddit and stuff and especially with all the all the stuff in the news about you know there's a there's a big distrust with law enforcement and down, down here in Florida, the Baker Act, most, most Baker Acts, most Baker Acts, 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 acts most times somebody is Baker Acted, it's via law enforcement. So, like, medical doctors can do it, LCSWs, LMHCs can do it as well, judges can do it, and law enforcement officers. And most of the time it's a police officer. And a lot of people are, you know, afraid of police officers right now and you know, saying the last thing you should do is, is call the police on somebody who is is in crisis. Um, do you? What do you? I think? would say that
1: to uh, in my position that uh, I operate under uh, different rules uh, because of uh, uh, being a mandated reporter, uh, so that to uh, and. That would be something that would definitely be kind of a mark uh, or that I could lose my license if I did not go and uh, not saying call the police, uh, but to uh, try to go and uh, do something uh, like you're mentioning in terms of uh, like trying to have someone involuntarily committed if they did not want to go and seek in order to uh, save their life. Uh, however, that uh, I do understand uh, uh what uh, you're talking about in terms of that to uh, being fearful that the a police officer uh, who is not uh, trained for mental health matters could possibly make a situation worse. That uh, we've been seeing a lot of that uh, in the news recently. Uh, that uh, someone being called that to uh, uh, calling nine one one because of uh, what is uh, amounting to more of a mental health crisis. And then the person ending up potentially even getting shot. We've seen on the news, uh, which has been a very highly, uh, uh, unfortunate and not to, uh, something that uh, should be happening whatsoever. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, I will go on and say that to the, for instance, that the, the trans, uh, lifeline, uh, that, to, uh, that, which is, uh, one 565 8860 that uh, they uh, will not go and uh, uh, call for a non-consensual active rescue is what their uh, terminology is. That uh, says that if you're in crisis, we'll not call the police or emergency, ser- emergency services on you unless you want us to. So, uh, yeah, so, okay. so pretty much that to uh, they're uh, trying to go and uh, make sure that to uh, any type of uh, uh, situation in which someone that is not mentally trained uh, to go and deal with this crisis situation uh, is not the one that's coming to uh, your rescue, so to speak. Uh, however, that uh, right. calling nine one one that uh, you can't always guarantee who is going to be showing up.
0: Yeah. Um, and then to go along with that too, uh, you know, cause I've, I've uh, been on multiple sides of uh, the first responder um, kind of spectrum and uh, law enforcement. And then uh, as an EMT as well, before I, before I moved into mental health and then, as working in mental health, I also trained police officers in Florida. We have a thing called CIT crisis intervention training, which is specifically focused. We've had this program for gosh, more than 10 years now. And it's for, you know, law enforcement officers who are, you know, the first responders to um, these mental health crisis uh, crises. And um, so like, if you're in Florida, especially if you're calling nine one one, or calling the you know non emergency number, you can ask for a CIT trained officer, and that's an officer who has extra training in, you know, um, crisis and uh, like, you know, the CPI training, crisis prevention intervention, and basically just extra training in and, and mental health, um, dealing with mental health. Um, crisis issues so you can definitely ask for that if you're in Florida I'm sure a lot of the other states probably have something similar for their officers and you know a lot of police officers it's like any job and police officers are human so you know you get you're gonna get some bad apples and you're gonna get maybe an officer who is at the end of a 14 hour shift and they have their own problems at home you know so you're gonna run that risk, but uh, again, at the end of the day, you know, police officers are there, are there, to, are sure. there to help. So, um I.
1: No, just I'm I was sorry, just saying. Sure, uh, that uh, I understand uh, what you're saying. Uh, that uh, uh, I guess that uh, uh, we always want to go and uh, talk. Uh, say that uh, we would be talking with our friend, and uh, that uh, I would uh, start with encouraging them to uh, make a plan with them. Uh, to go with them, even uh, to go and, yeah. uh, or if they're local to you, invite them over. That to uh, make sure that uh, they're uh, going to be safe until uh, they can go with you uh, to go and uh, to the hospital or uh, make some sort of other arrangements, uh, mental health wise, in order to protect themselves. Uh, so that would be the uh, yeah. primary yeah. option uh prior to going and just calling 911 on a friend that uh, uh, was just maybe being disagreeable about uh, uh seeking help.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I like you could one way to say like if you're like talking to your friend um instead of like calling 911 say hey, maybe I'll go to the hospital with you. I'll I'll drive you there. I'll take you. I'll be there with you. Um and you can support your friend and, and that way instead of calling instead of calling 911 you can just you know if you feel if you feel comfortable doing that and you have you know you're, it's a good friend uh, you can support your friend sure. that way and driving them to the to the hospital or even i've had friends where um and even myself when i when i started going to therapy as a kid you know i was super scared of, of going to therapy. I had all those, all those um, cliches in my head. And my friend, one of my, like my best friend, when I was growing up, she was like, you know, I'll go with you to the therapist, you know? So she went to the ther, she went with me to the office. She hung out in the um, waiting room. So like just having her there, even though she wasn't like physically in the office with me, but you know, her, her going, going with me that that helped a lot so being there for your friends and and you don't necessarily have to be you know a lot of a lot of times we we think of like I always think of like the dog whisperer you know we don't have to be the 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 we don't have to be mental health counselors ourselves you know and listening more I think What, what do you think listening more is probably the best thing that we can do as as friends. When Absolutely. Friends is I mean, that's
1: a, one of the primary reasons uh, for depression, uh, especially uh, people that are in the LGBTQ plus community is uh, feeling like you're alone and you're not heard. So uh, being that to ear mm-hmm. for someone, not not needing to be that voice all the time, uh, but to be able to listen uh, as well as it to uh, just. Yeah maybe just being that person that's in proximity uh, to the other person that to uh, that way that they know that you're there even if you are uh maybe uh 500 miles away too knowing that you're uh kind of that reliable person to reach out to uh however that you also want to make sure that you're not stretching yourself too thin as well and I would suggest, uh, uh, yeah, you could even be with the person if they were to go and call a uh, hotline as well.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea too. And then you, you, um, you finally you did a perfect segue name. into into <laughs> into the next bit. Yeah. So, like, if we have. <laughs> I've been trying to do these proper seg- like to, to sound super you – because know, you know how people on the radio, they do like – they're so good at like segueing into the next segment and it just flows so smooth. I feel like instead of getting off the highway, like coasting, like you know, getting off nice and slow, like sometimes we take a 90-degree
1: stop. In, you just need in, to look the for the podcast, exit but, uh, while you're right, speaking so like a, uh, and see, oh, I can yeah. steer it though, and I'll coast this way.
0: <laughs> yeah. One day, one day I'll get the hang of it. Not today though. It won't be today. Um so like, all right, so that was good. So your say your friend is 500 miles away or 5000 miles away. I have friends in Australia. And they are they are unfortunately feeling down. They're feeling they're talking about hurting themselves. They might even send you a picture of them of their self-harm or they're saying that they're going to kill themselves. Uh, What do you think should be, you know, we can refer them to the crisis lines and all that kind of stuff. What else can we do just besides saying, Hey, maybe you should try and call this crisis line.
1: I think that to try to use the same uh, skills. I mean, obviously you're going to be more limited, uh, but to trying to go on a, uh maybe just be that t- person that t- they know that they can reach out to, but to also uh it's important to know your own boundaries of uh like uh, to the extent of how much you're gonna be able to practically help them and know uh kind of at one point that t- you're maybe being pulled away from uh some other uh, situation in your own life Uh, and maybe like uh, say that uh, you do have that friend in Australia that uh, maybe that uh, you're where we are on the East Coast of uh, North America and uh, that's two totally different time zones Uh, so practically speaking that uh, you may not uh, be as available to that person as you would like to be and recognizing uh, your own limitations uh, to that is always going to be helpful for yourself too. Uh, so I would recommend that to more so helping to guide uh, that friend, that individual towards uh, obtaining those supports and seeing what uh, avenues of supports that they might have uh, that is uh, IRL as well. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. kind of being that friend to going guide and do that handoff that transition of skills as well uh, to someone that uh, uh, could be uh, a little bit more readily accessible that uh, uh, and that uh, I guess prior to the show that uh, we were talking uh, or going live uh, talking a little bit like a like the AA model and stuff like that in terms of, like sponsors uh, uh, I would say that to uh, uh, that's one of the positives of that model. Uh, but uh, uh, it's always more beneficial uh, if that sponsor is someone that uh, is more typically closer by uh, as opposed to in a few different time zones away. Uh, but but uh, not to say that uh, you yeah. won't be of assistance and be able to help on some occasions. So just know your limits.
0: Yeah, and you can you can definitely still help out while setting your boundaries too so you can say you know i have to be in bed by this certain time to make sure that i'm okay for myself um but i can be there for you you know when when we're both awake or you know you can kind of set boundaries and still Absolutely. be there for your I mean, friend that's as a, well
1: obviously that to reading where or not to is a life or death situation uh is uh, one thing uh though that to if that's you're finding yourself that uh, it is uh, say a life or death situation, uh, which is, could be a, a completely accurate. Uh, but if it would be say uh, five out of seven nights a week, that, uh, uh, that's not something that uh, you alone will be able to uh, manage as someone that uh, is uh, having that distance from that other person.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, what what do you think we could do? Do you think we should call their local law enforcement, or do you think we should call, um, you know, if our if our friend, if if I I only know your screen name on Discord, and you're in Pennsylvania, there's Correct. there's not a whole lot we can do. But yeah, what do you? Think? I mean, that's a. Uh,
1: I mean, and the thing is that's a. Uh, you're, even if you were to make a call that uh, you're not going to go and really go and be that effective person of uh well that uh, I think that they're in this like even if you can narrow it down to a uh uh 50 mile radius that uh, uh that 911 operator is not going to go and do some uh like CSI tech level uh stuff and find their location that uh, it isn't like a, like a, on 24 yeah. or yeah that uh, you're not going to go and <laughs> have that uh, high tech be able to track someone down uh, that uh, so that's again coming da- back t- around to that uh, knowing where your limitations are, especially that uh, if you're uh, only knowing so much information on a person on a discord server, that uh, as well as to, uh, I think that to, uh, uh, at least on the server that uh, I'm uh, a men on, that uh, we go and uh, have uh, kind of a, uh, area that to, uh, if you want to go and reach out to the staff, that to uh, you can go and do that, uh, and we can go and assist and point you in the right direction. But uh, it's always a disclaimer that uh, what where our kind of boundaries are is that to. Uh, we're someone that, uh, that can assist and point in the right direction that, uh, uh, and maintaining that, uh, like, besides myself, that uh, we're not uh, uh, counselors, we're not therapists. And even myself on the server uh, that I'm on, that uh, uh, I don't have that hat uh, on while I'm on the server, that uh, I'm not uh, uh, putting a shingle out saying yeah. that uh, I'm offering free therapy as well that's it
0: yeah and we do that on our server as well where we have um we kind of set that, that boundary as you know we can try and help you find resources um as a mod or even myself as a server owner i can try and help you find resources that you can connect with in your local community but we're not um you know we're not therapists we can't and, and even a licensed therapist you know they're they're not they're not, um, you know. Sure. I'm thinking of the dog whisperer again, <laughs> you know. So, like, if they're not, and especially just online connecting like that through Discord. It's, it's not like that. I, I know people like get, you know, get scared when somebody's talking about self harm and stuff like that. But there's no really magical. It, it's hard to. There's not a magical like set of phrases that therapists know that the general public don't know you know what i mean like um it, it's more of a complete kind of kind of um, <laughs> gosh where's my rambling going with this i'm not i'm not sure I, i'm just rambling at this point but um yeah so we we do that we kind of say like we're not therapists and we kind of have that boundary and then we want to refer them to a clinic or to um some kind of outpatient uh, therapy or, Correct. or, I mean, that's, a, if they, if uh, it. We,
1: we would even be more so, uh, trying to triage this situation, uh, in, uh, and maybe assist in talking someone down, uh, uh, in order to go and get the right help that they would need at that moment. That's, a, uh, however, that's, to that's kind of beginning, middle, and unfortunately the end of what, uh, uh, were typically able to go and do until that's a, they're getting, uh, to a situation in which that they are ready to accept that help that, uh, going upon like the readiness for change model, uh, that, uh, uh, just because it's a, and for, it's more so like a, a big complicated, like a lot of times it's another type set of 12 steps in terms of being ready to make some changes. Uh, but, at the same time it's uh, for laymans, it's a little bit more the expression of that you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink yeah
0: and definitely and then and then one of one of my favorite phrases when I'm at work is you know I can i I'm more than happy to listen you know I listen to to you all day but I can't fix all of your problems right now and I can't fix it." you know i can listen to you and as friends i think that's a good a good way to approach it too is is we can be there to listen especially like distance friends like long distance friends so we can be there to be there to listen but we're not going to be able to to fix them being them being in that mindset where they either want to self-harm or or you know commit suicide because that's that is a whole bunch of stuff that, that, you know, needs to be worked on and, sure. and we can't fix that right then. You know, even, even if we are the dog whisperer, we can't. Yeah. Like...
1: And not to get too jargony, but to, it's a, <laughs> a, kind of comes down to uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs in the moment of uh, assessing to uh, what is going to go and uh again, triage a kind of a situation that to make sure that the person is going to stay alive uh, to get the help. Uh, and at that point, that to, it's going to be in the hands of that therapist uh, to go uh, and peel back the onion and to go and see what are uh, the underlying issues, the sources of uh, where they're coming from. And that sense of maybe feeling alone or not to listen to, or uh, maybe uh, someone that's uh, a trans so that uh, uh, feeling like that uh, they uh, aren't able to uh, transition uh, because of safety reasons or their uh, home environment, uh, parents, religion, that, uh, and being able to peel back and go into uh, all those different uh, parts of that, Probably what feels like a, a huge twisted ball of yarn, and that to, the goal is to uh, eventually go and get that person to go and talk and make it uh, so it's smaller chunks. Being able to address things out loud. That, to, however, if someone isn't talking, that and keeping it all in, it's kind of that to, huge mess of thoughts and phrases uh that uh, are negative that uh uh, persecuting themselves uh telling themselves that uh, they're never going to be able to make the changes that they feel like they need to and so it's a big ball of messed up twine uh that uh, it's all wibbly wobbly uh <laughs> the
0: the cat girl and me loves balls of twine. I'm just awesome. like thinking of playing with twine. Uh so we've I've been I've been rambling at you. I'll for like back, I'm sure. An hour now. Um <laughs> so before we before we uh I know you mentioned that you threw out some numbers for the trans lifeline, and that's uh eight seven seven five six five eight eight six zero. Uh that that's a good resource for you know for your long distance friends for your close friends for your abolita, you know whoever and, and in canada it's 877 330 6366 then i wanted to throw out the um the suicide prevention line we as did. well did, did we say that number oh yeah well that's eight one eight hundred-two seven three eight two five five. 273 8255 i have that number um tattooed on the back of my eyelids but and if you're a veteran you just press one um are you a veteran no okay um but yeah if you're a veteran you just press one and then uh, they can get you to some um some people who have some extra training and and what us veterans uh go through and probably some crayons if you're in the marines they can give you some crayons Okay, that, that was I like crayons. Joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh. yeah, yeah, crayons. Oh, it's a it's a joke amongst like Marines, like in, in the Army. Oh. We always say that the Marines like eat crayons, um, because I uh, I don't know where it came from, but it's just it's just one of those like good natured things that you know inter service, mm. um, good natured ripping. Is yeah, it's um. And then what else was I going to say? Uh, do you want to plug the? You mentioned your um a on a server. Did you want to like plug that server or plug any of your
1: uh sure. I mean, it's a the server like that? that I uh am an in on. I'm not the owner, but uh, uh, is Trans Rebels, uh, and uh, we're actually a uh, uh Star Wars themed uh trans uh server.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So, trans rebels. I'm guessing. Um, are you? Well, that's a, in the terms of our setup.
1: Side? That uh, we have uh, different uh, types of roles. Uh, uh, that uh, you could be anything from a gungan all the way up to uh, like a Mandalorian uh, and everything, everything in between. That, uh, uh, however, that uh, our staff are uh, in the Jedi Council. That they're Jedi Masters, and that. Uh, uh, we have uh, one owner, which is uh, under the label, The Force. And then I'm uh, in as one of two amends. So our category is the rule of two. So just a little stiff oh, joke. Oh, cool.
0: That's really cool. Do you get to um make your uh, – do you get to like, come up with your own, like – I don't know. This is gonna say your own Star Wars uh, Well name in the server I'm, I'm
1: just Kristen. uh that to I didn't go into that level of detail in terms of nicknames.
0: Oh. Maybe uh-huh. I can be like Obi <laughs> ari Obi Wan Ari Obi wan Obi Wan's okay, right? So um <laughs> I, I totally missed the um the ref. I, I know the reference, but I didn't know what to respond General to Kenobi. it. I got it. <laughs> That's what uh, I was, was going to say that, but yes. I just I hesitated. <laughs> um, and then our server transitional space. Um, the five people who are listening awesome. to this podcast are probably from transitional space, so y'all already know it, and and you're welcome to come to, to our server. Um. Sure, and I can I think i popped in uh UN, if you sent want to that mod. to me.
1: Uh, as well as that uh, my uh my Instagram is uh, uh Kristen uh spelled uh, K-R-Y-S-T-E-N uh, dot now N-O-W.
0: Kristen dot now. Awesome. And let's see, what am I what else am I I'm looking at my notes here. I'm thinking of there's like other stuff I need. I need to like say at the. Oh, we have our um in in our server. We're doing a a journaling club in December. That's going to start off. And also, we're doing a four week wrap. Have you ever heard of wrap? As far as like not like wrapping. Like w R A P. Like w R A P.
1: As in like wrapping Christmas presents or what? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that's actually the theme that i I was kind of going for because like christmas wrap, um but wellness recovery action plan is the the kind of the, the we're going to do like a little four-week group on that oh, awesome. on creating a wellness recovery action plan um yeah so i'm not sure if, have you are you do you I all use that a, up, up I mean, north or
1: in terms of like a in our uh in our facility, that uh, we institute what is a, a reintegration plan. Uh, so pretty much assisting that, to come up with uh, alternatives okay. uh, for when they uh, sit down and are discharged.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. I mean, I you know I work in. Uh, um, I think I was telling you before, before the uh, before we started recording that. Yeah. You know, uh, well, I think RAP kind of goes. Okay pretty well with like substance abuse stuff and then and overall just anxiety and depression as well but it sure it lends itself to a lot I of that, that kind of stuff so but but yeah i think that's and thank you. i wanted to just thank you for for coming on i know we had some scheduling issues but uh do you want to come back maybe because i know we we only got amongst all my ramblings we only got to not even half of what I wanted
1: to talk to. I was like, so excited to talk to you. And then I just rambled <laughs> no, for I don't an hour. So do you mind coming hour, back? So. I, mind coming back? Be sure that I believe that there's other things that yeah. you m- mentioned too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I can probably like write a, a whole list of stuff, but yeah, um, we'll have you back and I'm going to go to sleep because I got to get up early. I'm going to get up at four thirty tomorrow, but, um, and I say this, I mean, I mean to do this every time before we start recording, but so it's, it sounds a little awkward on, on when the podcast comes out. But as soon as I, uh, as soon as I say goodbye to everybody and I stop recording, it's going to basically hang up on you. But I promise I'm not like hanging up on you on purpose. It's just the way that the, the software is set up that it just kind of cuts you off. But um, yeah, so, so I look forward to having, having you back on. And th- thank you again so much for for coming and and talking with me and t- talking with all of us too and giving us some good good advice when when helping. Sure, I hope I helped
1: in are, at least some way. Who are in
0: crisis? Oh no, you no, know, you, you definitely. Amongst all my rambling, hopefully they heard they heard your place and and got some uh, got some good information aside from from <laughs> oh, my lame right. jokes and and the rambling. So.
1: I could tell some lame jokes too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> next time, next time we'll do we'll do more lame jokes and we'll do more. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the segues to you next time. Well, so,
1: so well, we'll here's a lame a joke that was uh, from our at, one uh, therapy book um, at work: Is uh, how many therapists hesitate to change the light bulb?
0: Uh, it takes one to change the light bulb, and like well, three so to tell them uh, to ask them take, why they're uh, doing it.
1: that. It only no. takes one. But the light bulb has to want to change.
0: Oh, back to what we we're talking about in terms I overthought of, the it. of change. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, put that in my pocketbook. I like that one. But all right, y'all. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening to us. And um, on on that note, we'll see y'all.